Welcome to Everyday Martial Artist, a weekly podcast where you'll join me, Brian Doucet, as I interview a different martial artist each episode and hear their story. Some guests you may have heard of and some you probably haven't. Be sure to subscribe where all your favorite podcasts are available. Also visit our website at everydaymartialartist.com. If you're listening for a specific interview, I sure hope you'll stay and check out the other episodes. A very special thank you to Topher Williams for our custom theme music. And now, the newest episode of Everyday Martial Artist. Everyday Martial Artist is brought to you by KOonline.com for all your martial arts needs. Sparring and safety gear, rank belts, uniforms, weapons, patches, and more. Wholesale supplies made by martial artists for martial artists. Visit us today at KO-Online.com. Hello and welcome to Everyday Martial Artist. I'm your host, Brian Doucette. And as we do every week, we're joined by a brand new martial artist talking about their life and their journey throughout the world of martial arts. My guest today was born in Japan in 1938. He's the author of several well-known books, such as Shitorayo Karate, Tonfa, Karate Weapon of Self-Defense, Bo, Karate Weapon of Self-Defense, and many more. He's appeared in several movies like The Warrior Within, The Island of Dr. Murrow, Rising Sun, Ninja, and of course, one of my all-time favorite movies, The Karate Kid, in which he was a stunt double for Pat Morita. He's also the subject of the 2015 documentary, The Real Miyagi. It's not often that I use the word legend on this show, but please welcome to the show the legend himself, Sensei Fumio Demura. How are you doing today, sir? Okay, thank Good. you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I, I truly appreciate this. Can you just talk a little bit about how you first got involved in martial arts? Well, I was uh, eight years old. I was uh, very weak in my body. So my doctor said, do something. Okay. That, that time... And uh, during the war time, so we don't have anything to do. Uh, so I started kendo. Oh, kendo. Okay. Okay. Yeah, then, they, then they had to switch to another dojo. And they have a karate class there. So I was watching there. And then, uh, uh, well, I was too young, so I can't get in there. So, okay. but uh, my instructor's wife, he said, hey, are you interested in karate? So yeah. Okay. I talked to my husband. So that's why. I started karate. Okay. So what did... But my, my parents uh, hate it. Oh, really? Because uh, I got an injury every day. Oh, wow. What what did you enjoy about it? What what, what was it that you liked about karate? Well, uh, I was a uh, watch karate movie, and uh, I looked like sight. So I started practice, practice, practice. Then uh, 1961, uh, all Japan championships, which is the first one. Uh, all started together. Used to be Shodokan is only Shodokan people, Gojuri people, only Goju group. But the uh, first time they all combined together. Wow. So then I was uh, uh, from my uh, area represent. So then I won the championships. Wow. And what was that? So was... Then after that, I, my life changed. So was that was that fighting? Was that forms? What What was involved in winning the championship? Uh, I won a championships uh, committee. Okay. And, and what was that like compared to nowadays? Was that pretty much, was that full contact, no no protective gear? No, no protective gear. But, uh, uh, yeah, kind of semi-contact. Semi-contact. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. And so what, what did that do to change your life? What happened after that? And after that, uh, I started teaching karate at different places. That I meet the one guy. Down, down Warner, you know. Okay. Down Warner, no, Down Warner, yeah. And he's the only one American guy in Japan. 
and he did, he translated all karate book from Nagayama's karate book uh-huh. and uh, quite a few. So I, I see him and he introduced me, Dan Ivan. Okay. So, so then after that, I, Dan Ivan, I teach him. Then uh, he left, go back to United States. Mm-hmm. So then I went to the, say goodbye to the uh, Yokohama Harbor. And then he said, are you interested in coming to the United States? I said, yeah. So then I, next year, 1965, I come over to the United States. And so what, why did you want to come to the United States? Well, it's basically uh, I need more money. Huh, okay. And also uh, I had to prove myself. Right. So that's why I came over to the United States. Okay. And you came over and, and started teaching. Yeah. Okay. So what, why did you, what made you want to teach martial arts? Well, uh, they invited me to the United States. I come to here. I had to teach. Okay. So at that time, nobody knows uh, Kobudo. Mm-hmm. So I introduced Kobudo and uh, Storyu Karate. Nobody teach that time. So I started to introduce uh, Storyu Karate to the Black Belt Magazine. And where, where did you open your first school? Where did you first start teaching in the United uh, States? Santana in the garage. Oh, in the garage? Really? Okay. Yeah. What, and what was that like? What were some of your classes like back then? Well, that I don't have a choice. So uh, my partner, Dan Ivan, have a, uh, a garage fixed uh, karate dojo. So that's why I start teach. Okay. And then do you remember how long? So how long did you teach in that location? Uh, maybe seven, eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. And at, at that point now, had the color belt system come into karate at that time or was there still no? Yeah. There was. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, how long did it take you to get your first student to black belt? Do you remember your first student you brought to black belt? Uh, maybe seven, eight years. That long. So definitely much different than today then. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And do you remember who your first black belt was? My student or me? Yeah, yeah, your student, yes. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, three of them, they just died. Oh, I'm sorry. And I was also reading in here that you also uh, came to know the Koga Ninjutsu Soki, um, Psycho Fujita? Uh, Fujita, yeah. Yes. Uh, I really, I don't know, but uh, he comes to the, my sensei's dojo once in a while. Okay. So we talk a little bit. Did you ever do training with him? No. Oh, okay. So what, uh, while you were in the United States, and so how long, when you left the garage, did you open a, a, a real school? Then when did you open your yeah, first? Then the, yeah, then the, uh, I think, uh, the the Dragon movie coming up, and uh, so many people sign up. Right. And then uh, my partner, Dan Iban, he made the money, so he bought another location for regular house, and we fixed it to the dojo. Wow. That's place I would say about 50 years. Wow. Very cool. And then, so what, what made you decide to, to start writing books? When did you want to do that? Well, in the Breakfast Magazine, they asked me to do the book. So I said, okay. So I just did it. But <laughs> after they keep going, 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 that's it. Mm-hmm. So how, how many, how, I'm trying to look how many of it's, I found about f- five or six. Did you do more than that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did it. Maybe seven or eight. Okay. Then the, right now I make the uh, and the video, maybe 12, 13. Okay. 
So you started doing videos, I'm assuming, probably in the 80s then when that became yeah. really popular? Yeah. Okay. And then I think that's when they make the book. Okay. So then when you, you started teaching when you were in Japan and then you kept teaching in the United States, what do you think has changed about your teaching style over the years? Well, uh, a big difference in the United States and uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Japan, nobody teach them. Just watch and you have to run. Oh, okay. Then after the, you run, they go to the class and the instructor tell you, this is wrong, this way, that, that way, this way, that way. Really? But the United States, you have to teach from a 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. And back then, were so you... That's a big, big difference. Yeah. So were you only teaching adults? Were kids not being taught at that time? That time, I have uh, maybe five, six kids. Okay. Then the, um, I started to get a little more better speak English, mm-hmm. and I got to maybe 200, 300 people in the class. In one class? Yeah. Wow. So uh, about how many times a week were you teaching? Were you teaching every single day? Every day. Okay. And then did your students start going to competitions and tournaments also? Yeah. Uh, so what are what were the big differences in a tournament in the United States versus a tournament in Japan? How were how yeah. were they different? Uh, well, f- first time I went to a Edo Parkas tournament. Ah, okay, the Long Beach. Yep. Yeah, and uh, big big difference is Edo uh, Parkas tournament. It always mixed up taekwondo, karate, mm-hmm. kung fu. Uh, J- Japan is only one organization. That's it. Right. So did that make it harder to compete? Uh, to me, not too bad because mm-hmm. that's totally different there. But uh, if you people don't know, right? beginning beginning a little harder for because you never see before. Okay. And at that time, was there competition for weapons or was it just sparring and forms? Uh, I think it's just a kind of the kumite and the kata only. Okay. Because I did uh, one demonstration called though. People mm-hmm. like it. Right. So now with with your weapons training, then it was specifically for self-defense. So it wasn't based for competition. No. Okay. But now people do it. Right. Yeah. It's very, very different now. And they designed the weapons specifically for competition and they you know, wouldn't, probably yeah. would not work in self-defense. So. Yeah. Only sad part is uh, people make a homemade katas. So some, some are really ridiculous yeah very flashy and and stuff and yeah mixture of gymnastics and dance and martial arts and yeah it's 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 definitely changed a lot i remember the first time i saw one with music i was like wow that's different yeah so what is your what's your favorite weapon i usually uh bow okay is it was that the first weapon you learned yeah okay and i i imagine that one's probably you know one of the most practical because i mean you could you could use a, a pool cue or a broomstick or anything with that training. Yeah, so. uh-huh. Nice. And do you, do, you, right. do you still practice with bow today? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I, I got the hematoma right. brain power. Yep. So I can move, so I don't do it. But I start, still teaching them. Okay. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite weapon. Uh, that one and, and nunchuck. I used to use that quite a bit when I was younger, too. But. And then I started with called tickle. Okay. Original made by from horseshoes. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I start, I start teaching the real puppet right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to look into that. I didn't know much about that. So so what what led to you getting involved in, in movies? Well, uh, movie starting uh, 
uh, we call it Japanese village. Mm-hmm. Park. It's a uh, museum. Uh, people come watching the watch the uh, deer and the Japanese dancing. And uh, they one day they asked me, how do with the parade? So we went over there. So then after that little bit, uh, people come to the uh, this park to the some uh, movie. Mm-hmm. So I was in a little bit in there. Then the uh, uh, Chuck Norris uh, recommended me for basically Karate Kid. Okay, so but, because of Chuck Norris, okay. Yeah. Then I went to uh, a studio, but too many uh, writing book. Every page go look at Miyagi, 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 Miyagi. <laughs> no way I can do that. That that's that's not, more professional people. Mm-hmm. So I back up. I say I can do it. Do you? So then uh, at that time, Pat Johnson, he mm-hmm. was the coordinator. Yes. So then uh, he called me back and he said. Oh, we got a Pato Morita uh, for Miyagi, but he doesn't know. So I want to come to talk to him. Because I know the Pato Morita from Las Vegas show oh. I did it. Okay. He was with the Red, Red Fox. Mm-hmm. He was the com- comedian show. Yep. So I know that. But anyway, I went over there to introduce myself again. And then uh, uh, there's a name, Jerry Weintraub. Mm-hmm. But he was. I'm a little bit too big. So then Pat Johnson said, no, no, I want to just guy. <laughs> so that's why I got it. So do you ever regret that decision and, and not taking the part yourself? Do you uh, ever wish you maybe would have taken the part and tried to do it? Uh, Sometimes I do, but uh, not too much. Right. <laughs> okay. Because you, of my English problems. Right. And you, you and Pat became pretty good friends then, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a brother's. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. And that, and I, and I've told a lot of my guests that the karate kid is the reason I got involved in martial arts. When I was 10 years old, that was the movie I saw that made me go and join. So that's uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, a lot of people did it. Yeah. It was a, there was a big, big martial arts boom <laughs> when that movie came out. Yeah. So that was a big, big part of my childhood. And, and I still watch it, you know, at least once or twice a year. It's still one of my favorite movies. So yeah. So. Well, uh, uh, into the dragon, the starting, yep, and uh, Ninja Turtles, yep, then a uh, Karate Kid, yep, and then maybe, the big major one, and maybe maybe the Power Rangers too a little bit. I think that was pretty popular. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's good. I know. I, I've I've actually had uh, two two guests on my show now from Karate Kid. I had uh, Sean Kanan was on my show, uh, yeah, and spoke very very highly about you. And also uh, William Christopher Ford was on my show. And, oh, okay, and he told yeah. me, told me that he first met you at the, at the deer park. So yeah, was a, he told, told some very nice stories about you. So that was very, very, you're very, very well respected between all of them. So yeah, thank you. Yes. So what, talk a little bit about that, that experience with the karate kid. I mean, did, when you were filming it and when they were doing it, did, did you have any idea how big that movie would be? Did you have any guess at all that it was going to be that popular? No, no beginning. No, <laughs> I have no idea. Nice. And now, so what are some things you remember about it that you really enjoyed? Well, uh, I remember uh, Pat Morita got uh, selected for Karate Kid, the main uh, star. Mm-hmm. But Jerry Weintraub said, no, he's a comedian, so he, we don't want him. But Pat Johnson fight back. <laughs> nice. 
then uh, all the real reaction uh, we don't use PAD, use uh, Dimra. Mm -hmm. So then uh, they called me back. So I went to talk to uh, Jerry Weintraub. So I said, then he said, okay, go ahead, do it. Mm, nice. Then, then start doing that. Then uh, uh, remember uh, Scorton uh, fighting for an offense? Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That time they uh, they had the movement, but the director don't like it. So I make to myself choreography. Oh, okay. And all all use my student. Oh, so all the, they were all your students. Okay. Yeah. So then once one movement, boom, 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 that's it. All right, print. <laughs> nice one take. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I love that scene. Yeah. Only problem is uh, I had to j climb up the uh, fence yep. and uh, jump over. Uh -huh. My pants in the in the beginning and between the crutch broke a pound. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And then they change it. I said, just too close. He can't do it. I did it three times. Three times, pants go pow, pow, pow. <laughs> so end up, uh, I put the shirt out. And uh, without uh, same kind of pants, underwear, mm -hmm. underwear, so people can see it. <laughs> wow, so that, that that's a funny story. That's a very funny story. I never heard. <laughs> I never heard that one before. That's good. <laughs> nice, nice. And you obviously you have enjoyed it and, and continue to do some other movies. I mean, you've worked with you know Chuck Norris yeah, a I few get, times. I got just a, just a new movie, Scrap. Scrap. Uh, I'm going to July twenty second to 28 really uh, at the new judge okay can you tell us anything about that movie at all or what uh well i i don't read a script yet so okay. i don't know what is it okay wow well i'm excited i'll be watching for that one so yeah and i just just reading through your your imdb page you you were on an episode of walker texas ranger yeah oh, yeah nice. that that one the chuck chuck norris movie yeah i was that. Uh, I was a Florida at that time. <laughs> okay. And, and he called me. He said that uh, just uh, uh, I I were not to do any too much movie. So uh, why don't you come over? So then he sent me ticket. So I went over there and uh, I got the fighting scene. But Chuck don't want to fight with me. <laughs> okay. So I somebody else use because uh, I, I'm losing there. Uh huh. And Chuck don't want to that. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, it looks like I mean, you've worked with, um, oh, you were in Shoot Fighter. Okay. Shoot Fighter. Yeah. Fight, okay. That, it was that, um, was Michael Bernardo in that movie? Am I thinking of the wrong one? I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Bobo. Yes. Yeah. I met uh, Michael Bernardo at the Diamond Nationals Karate Tournament in like 1991. So, wow. <laughs> long, long time ago. I'm, I'm hopefully, yeah. hopefully going to be. He's a good fighter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hopefully going to be interviewing him soon too. So I'm, I'm waiting to hear back, but, uh, yeah, super, super nice guy. And, and yeah. you've, you've done stuff with Wesley Snipes also. Yeah. And wow. That's really just what an amazing, amazing career, amazing life. And that's so, so I'm, I'm curious now your, your, most of your career has been involved in traditional martial arts. What are your thoughts on like MMA and the UFC? Do you, are you, do you ever watch uh, that? Are you a fan? Uh, I, Basically, I don't like it. Okay. Because 
See, or I got a hematoma. Uh-huh. My brain maybe two inches move. My body completely stop. Even today, my right leg, right arm doesn't feel good moving. Okay. Because also when you're MMA types and you hit the head too many times, right. brain move all the time. Mm-hmm. So they're younger right now. So you can see it. But 70, 80 years old, then you you have to show. So did you ever watch the UFC when it first came out, like in the early 90s? Yeah, yeah. What were your what were your initial thoughts back then? Well, that's like a street fight, mm-hmm. crazy fight. So, did you ever do anything with with ground fighting? Did you ever study judo no. or jujitsu or anything? No. no? Okay. No. Okay. So now you you studied multiple styles of martial arts. So if someone asks you what style, what is your style? What is your answer for that? It's called a storyu genbukai. Okay. Ryu has storyu. Okay. In Japan, they have a four style. Shodokan, mm-hmm. Wadoryu, Goyuryu, Shoryu. Okay. And Okinawa is a Uechiryu, Shorenryu, and Ryuryu, and uh, one more. I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. Both have different styles. Mm-hmm. Okinawa don't have any Shoryu or Goyuryu or Wadoryu. Okay. Only, uh, only Goyuryu have a uh, Goju and Shoren Ryu to have Okinawa, but uh, all other, other one Japan made it. So why do you think martial arts is important to people? Why, why do you think people should study martial arts? Well, basically, uh, children have uh, discipline mm-hmm. and uh, uh, part of exercise. Okay. And uh, adult people have respect. Right. Okay. So do you still teach much? Or, I mean, do you, are you still, you're not still teaching full time, but you still teach some, don't you? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I go every day. Oh, every day. Oh, really? Wow. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. And h- how many uh, current students in your school right now? Right now, maybe I lost quite a bit, maybe 80, 90 right now. I suppose for during COVID you lost quite a few. Yeah. Okay. Well, two, two years we closed down. Now, did you try doing virtual teaching or you didn't want to do that at all? You just. No, no. Okay. Okay. And a lot of people start doing Zoom, but uh, mm-hmm. Zoom is uh, okay to movement, but you don't know how much power put to me or not. Right. Right. Nope. That makes, that makes perfect sense. So, so just walk me through like uh, what can, if someone were to come to your school, what could they expect in a typical class? Kind of walk us through a, a typical, typical class in your school. Uh, just tell just watch class. You like it, you mm-hmm. sign. That's it. Okay. No extra. Okay, that's good. That's good. so. And how uh, about how long does your class last? One hour. Okay, one hour. Okay, and then about uh, so with, with with your style with that. Now, do you do a lot of your students still do competitions? Uh, yeah. Some some people go. Okay, good. Throughout your life, then you, I mean, you've met so many amazing martial artists who are some martial artists that you would just put on the top of your list that you just truly admire, truly respect, kind of maybe like a Mount Rushmore of martial arts. Who are some people that you put on that list? Yeah, well, one thing I just like to say, uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Yes. And uh, Mr. Oshima. Okay, good one. Yeah. And uh, all other people just pass away. So. Right, yeah. That's just so good that you're still doing that every day and, and you're going to 
yeah. be doing another movie. I mean, obviously that's a big part of that is because of martial arts. I mean, that's definitely. Yeah. Help, help I, I just you. come back from uh, Vancouver, Canada. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. T- TV show called Shogun. Oh, you were on there. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to be watched for that. I'm one. supervisor. Okay. A stunt supervisor or. Yeah. Okay. I had to teach him everybody. Uh, Kudo mm-hmm. and Iaido uh, and uh, Naginata. Okay. I had to teach them about 180 people. Wow. So what now, a lot of people don't aren't familiar with a lot of the different weapon styles. So like, what what is the difference between like Kendo and Iato? What, uh, what is the main difference between them? Uh, Kendo is uh, uh, with the bamboo mm-hmm. and uh, Iaido is a uh, Kind of no sharp soul, Japanese soul. Okay. But uh, I don't teach Iaido. Okay. I teach called Batodo. Okay. Which is a, a real sharp one, cutting. Mm, okay. So a lot of people injured too. So you actually go with each other with it and, and not just because I know I, I, I've seen Iato, but it's just one person doing more like a form. Yeah, no, no. And just Batodo is a, a sharp soul. Mm-hmm. Then we do like once a week. Uh, right now, the uh, water is so expensive, so either once a once a month we cut, 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 cut. That's what I use for competition. Okay, that's uh, sounds like fun. <laughs> that one I've I've never I've never done. I've, I've done uh, the closest I've done is I've done uh, kumdo. I've done the the, the Korean. Version of kendo. We because I my 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 main system is traditional taekwondo. I've studied other styles also. I've studied Shotokan when I was in high school. I studied Aikido, but yeah, we in in my taekwondo class we do kumdo, and I've also done um um bogu. I'm sure you're probably familiar with that. Like a young people, I give a real soul. They can do it. Mm -hmm. They're scared. (laughs) Okay, I can see that. I can see it can be it can be scary. So yeah. Well, we, we do every week. Okay, nice. That's good. So is there one philosophy you've learned throughout all your years of martial arts that is is your favorite philosophy? It's really important to you, keep, you know, it's at the top of your uh, list? Yeah, my instructor t- told me, uh, whatever you do, do your best. That's actually telling everybody in the dojo. Very good. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you, if, if someone was looking for a school uh, in martial arts, what is, what is something you'd tell them to, to look for and maybe something to avoid if they're looking for their first ever martial arts school? Yeah, well, I just tell everybody, next you watch the class, mm-hmm. you like or not, don't, don't talk to any instructor or anything, because uh, I can make you stronger for three months, six months, no such things. Mm-hmm. So don't don't do the just watch the class then if you like it you you stay there okay so do do you think the united states i know this is something chuck norris has worked on for a long time do you think the united states will ever get to the point where we'll have martial arts in our school system in every school i don't know i would love to see it i'm i'm hoping in my yeah. lifetime but i I don't know. Like I said, I know Chuck had really good success with it in Texas, but it never really spread past that. So yeah, it's just it's so important, and I, th- I think everyone I think everyone should at least try it at some point in their life. Yeah, but uh, uh, that Kobe things, we lost about ninety percent of dojo in my area. Really? All gone. Oh, that that many? 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's hard, especially with the styles that rely on having to have contact. Like you said, you know, you can practice form through Zoom. You can practice patterns, you know, maybe, you know, some stuff, but there's only so much you can do virtually. <laughs> you you have to do it in person, so. Yeah. Okay. We are lucky students not to go away. Well, that's good. That's good. So then what did, uh, when, when your school was closed down, what did you do to keep yourself busy? Well, uh, no, just just to stay home, mm-hmm. and uh, I just contact the student. Okay. And that, that that's it. Were you able to keep training on your own at least? Well, I don't do anymore. My mentally, I'm okay. Right. I'm studying. Okay. Every day. Good. So, a few fun questions for you. Now, this one you you can't pick one of the ones that you wrote, but do you have a favorite martial arts book that someone else wrote that you read? Uh, I'd like to get uh, uh, Dan Draga's uh, martial arts book. That's the probably good one. Okay, okay, Don Draga's. Okay, I'll have to look. I don't think I've ever read his book. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, it's an old and all kind of martial art. Okay, I'm looking at some of them right now. Okay, yeah, I'll have to look that up. It looks like he wrote uh, many books. Judo, Shaolin, yeah. Penjak Salat, Asian, oh, the, uh, Asian Fighting Arts, maybe that one? Yeah, that's it. Okay, 1969. Okay, and then retitled Comprehensive Asian Fighting Arts when it republished. Yeah. Okay, I will look that one up. I'm going to add that one to my list. That one sounds like a really good one. Oh, okay. So, nice. And then how about do you have a, a favorite martial arts TV show that you haven't been in? Uh, no, really. Okay. Now, did you ever watch, like, Kung Fu when it was on? Uh, watch a little bit, yeah. What What were your thoughts on that? I mean, it's I know it's well. <laughs> Dad Caradine doesn't know any kung fu. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So that that that's on my mind. So. Yeah, obviously you can you can tell, and I know after the show was done, he did study. I think he studied um uh, tai chi for for many many years after the show yeah. was done. But during the show, yeah, he didn't know anything. Yeah. Okay. Now, have you ever watched any of the newer shows? Have you ever watched like Cobra Kai or anything like that? No, I don't watch it anymore. Okay, okay. And what about a favorite martial arts movie that you weren't in? I'm in. No, that you're not in a favorite movie that you weren't in yourself. Uh, I was in that movie, The Rising Sun. That good one. Yep, that's a really good one. Okay. And then, w- what about one that you weren't in that you were not in? Well, I was. Uh, uh, I like to get. Bring back, uh, bring back life. Okay, that's a good movie. That, yeah, that's a movie, really good. Okay, I, I play by five, six series. Okay, I'll have to watch that one. I'll have to check that out. Okay, so then now you said you so you just did a you worked on the show up in Canada and you have a new script you're going to be looking at. So you're you're definitely staying busy, which is really really good. So yeah. So where can uh, now? Are you? Do you do social media at all? Can people follow you on social media to see what you're doing? No. Okay. No. No. And and your where's your school? Your school's in Santa Ana. Yeah, Santa Ana. Okay. So if anyone's in Santa Ana and they want to come watch a class and and maybe check it oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, anytime. Okay. Well, ho- hopefully I'll be out there next year. So I'm gonna I'll try to make it a point to get out there. I've never been to Santa Ana, but I used yeah, to okay. I, I used to live in California many many years ago. Oh so. yeah, yeah. But long time ago, but that dojo fifteen minutes from my house. Oh, well, that works out nice. What do you think is the most important thing that martial arts has given you? Given to me? Yes. 
Cause you, you've, you, uh, you've given so much to the martial arts yourself. What, what do you think it's, it's given to you? Well, I tell everybody, I want to be what, whatever you do. You're always the number one. Mm-hmm. If you want to, uh, play the uh, construction, the best number, number one construction people, even the doctor, you have to be number one. Anything you do, I want to be top. Okay. That's the reason you said the karate for me. Okay. And you definitely there. I mean, you're, like I said, any, any time I've bringing your, your name up to any other martial artist, their, their eyes light up. I mean, you, you have so much respect in the world of martial arts from, from everyone. I mean, you you truly are a legend and I'm just, I'm honored that you took the time to talk to me on the show. It's, it's, I've been excited about this for a while, but you, yeah. you, you, you've given so much to the world of martial arts. And, and like I said, just even just the karate kid itself, if it wasn't for that. I wouldn't, I would not be here. I would not be doing this right now, but it's just, I truly appreciate everything, everything you've done for the world of martial arts. And, and you, you truly are a legend, sir. Well, thank you. And I, I appreciate your time and, and I, I really have enjoyed this so much. I, I don't want to take up much more of your time, but I've, Really enjoyed this a lot, and it's been a pleasure and an honor to talk to you, sir. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. You have yourself a good evening. All right. Good evening. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Everyday Martial Artist. We hope you will join us every week for a brand new episode with a different martial artist telling their story. If you enjoy the show, be sure to leave us a review. Also, be sure to check out our website at everydaymartialartist.com. There you can find all of our episodes and contact us to suggest guests and ask questions. Again, thanks for listening to Everyday Martial Artist, and we'll see you next week.